0: Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Garrett Viewrank of Beist Electric. Garrett, it's really nice to have you here on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Brad, for having
1: me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, it's great. So tell me, Garrett, a bit about yourself and about the company.
1: Sure. Yeah. So like Brad said, my name is uh, Garrett Vierink. I'm the uh, marketing and sales manager over at Beist Electric. Beist Electric is in West Michigan here. We've been around since 1964. And we are a specialty electrical contractor uh, that works on industrial projects, healthcare projects and larger commercial projects.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you were telling me a bit about, we were, we were talking about the company, it sounds like you guys were like, really playing an important role in a lot of these projects. Like, I think you're telling me about some of the hospital projects that you're working on. It sounds like some really awesome stuff.
1: Yeah, we, we as an organization have, have been blessed recently. We've been able to continue working. We've been able to continue working on the hospitals that uh, we started two years ago. And being able to finish those and being able to even pivot to smaller or pop-up hospitals that were possibly needed. And we didn't end up needing them here in Michigan, but yeah, our organization has been blessed with work and with the opportunity to continue growing.
0: That's really cool. And for those of uh, us in the audience that maybe don't know what an electrical contractor is, can you explain a bit about what that is?
1: Yeah, so our organization is pretty unique. And a lot of electrical contractors do offer these types of services, but we have an array of services. An electrical contractor like us works on large scale projects. So for example, if a new headquarters is being built, we would be a part of that project to put in all the electrical. But our organization does more than that. We can help on the the pre-construction side with engineering things we can help plan we can help bid and spec out for what other things are going to cost we can help design it in CAD so we help a lot with on the pre-construction side with with our clients as well and then we also have the post-construction side which we have teams like a service team so if that building ever lost power they can call us and we'll come right out and, and facilitate getting that power back on. Ideally, ideally, that does not happen too much. We're pretty uh, confident in the work that we do. But Yeah, our array of services, basically from a commercial perspective, we help build new grocery stores, or we help build new hospitals, or we work on different churches or schools. Our, our projects vary from you know client to client, but yeah, that's a little bit of what we do.
0: That's really cool. So obviously, it's been a crazy year, and there's been all sorts of implications for different businesses and industries this year. What does this year look like for you guys?
1: Yeah, again, Brent, we've, we've been blessed. We, we did see a setback earlier this year when things were very unknown. Everyone was trying to figure things out, but we've continued to push forward. We continue to be able to work with clients who are essential and clients that need to finish projects and need to finish buildings. And so this year has been pretty much as far as growth. We've been steady. You know, we haven't really grown, but we haven't really lost anything either. Mm. So it's been, uh, yeah, it's been good.
0: That's really good. If we zoom into what specifically sales and marketing looks like, what is, what does that look like for this year? Maybe what have been some of the challenges and some of the successes that you guys have had?
1: Yeah, great question. Sales looks a little bit differently, a little bit different at our organization. We don't have people on the phones. We don't cold call clients. Uh, A lot of our business is repeat work. We still enter the bid market, but as far as sales goes, it's that repeat client work as far as that post-construction divisions that we have. So it's been nice to continue to build those relationships. It's been nice to continue to get new projects and start forecasting 2021 and even all the way into early 2022. So it's been a good trajectory that we're hoping that we're on. Again, it's not exactly where we thought we would be at this time this year, but as far as sales goes, we believe that our team has done a really good job maintaining
0: those client relationships. That's great. How about marketing? What's that look like?
1: Yeah, marketing was a little tougher. It's, it's t- It was tough to navigate when you have three months worth of content. March, April, May, that's already planned to come out. And you have to pivot a bit. And you know, the, the pivot is challenging when you don't know how to reach out or how to connect with your audience. Everyone got their email, we're here for you. We're by your side in these uncertain times. That's just not, I guess, our, our perspective. We didn't Bombard all of our clients. We continued the relationships that we had, made sure that we're facilitating and, and boots on the ground level, continuing to work for what we need to do. And so marketing can, was able to take a step back while everyone was able to focus on the work that we had and how do we continue to make steps forward. And marketing pivoted to internal communication. So understanding that hmm. we need to continue to push out content to our employees to keep them aware. With our governor here in Michigan, it seemed like she would speak every other day, right? At least things were changing at a very rapid pace. And yet we had to pivot based off of what our governor was saying. And so a lot of the communication that marketing pushed out was internal because it had to keep all 350 employees up to date with what's, what's happening. And so that's where marketing shifted earlier this year. We've continued to basically capture all the content that we do want to push out and we're slowly pushing that out at the end of this year things are still slowing down here as we get into christmas time but yeah we're able to continue to plan and look forward while we're still maintaining what we currently need to be working
0: on that's awesome yeah that really represents great leadership when you're able to keep everyone in the loop and apprised and really be on top of communication yeah awesome what are some ways in which you guys go about building these lifelong relationships with your customers? It sounds like you're very, like, leaning into relationships and you have sure. customers that are really customers for life. So, how do you guys go yeah. about cultivating those relationships?
1: I think I think, Brett, it honestly starts with our employees. It starts with our culture. Our mission statement is to honor God in all we do. To consider employees' well-being as essential to provide you know, customers with superior service and to share our resources with those in need. So that mission statement starts with our employees. And so by taking care of our employees, making sure that we're giving them all the resources that we can, that in turn allows them to go out and connect with our customers to continue to build those relationships. And that's kind of what my goal is and my focus is in this upcoming year is how do we continue to understand our client journey with our customers while we continue to uh, offer more of our services to the clients that we already have Mm. so basically understanding and and, and building upon the relationships that we have you can go out and you can get a new client right a lot of companies do this The, the cost acquisition for a new customer is less than keeping your current customer and so a lot of companies are just trying to bring in work and just continue to see their, their bottom line or their dollar amounts go up, which is great to continue to find that. But our goal at Vice Electric is to understand our clients, understand our relationships with them and offer things that maybe they didn't know we did. So if we are working with outdoor utilities and our testing groups with a client, it might be good for them to know that we have an audio visual team. They might build a new building. We might want to be able to help them with the engineering aspects of that. And so by educating our clients and by continuing to offer more and more services in-house, we effectively are a one-stop shop. And we believe that this allows our relationships to to build. So to bring in other parts of the business so that Vice Electric can facilitate that one-stop shop mentality with each one of our customers and with each one of our clients.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So you mentioned something in my ear called it, a customer journey. For those that might not know, what exactly is a customer journey?
1: Hey, great question. A lot of people don't know. (laughs) And that's the million dollar question, right? Is if you can understand your customer journey, then you can understand how to sell to them. And so understanding that our customers and clients, we deal with an array of different titles or different people. So our automation group, might work with a plant manager who's in the building working with the machines that need to work together Mm. whereas our outdoor utilities group might work with the building or facilities manager so they might it's the same company but we might be working with two different clients so my goal and my in my position is to understand that this client's journey may look different than this client's journey and by Mm. understanding that we still are in a relationship with the same customer that those two individuals at that client or at that customer may have different journeys and so by understanding that we can then build upon our relationships by adding and understanding that hey like i work with joe over here and i work with bob over here let's have a meeting with both of them to understand that we do more than just what joe and what bob are are working on And that will allow us to facilitate long-term relationships where some clients want us to just have an electrician on site all the time. So they trust us enough that we are their employees almost. That relationship is, we're this close with them. That understanding that client journey is not just, it's someone who needs a new building. That's the client journey. There's a lot more to understanding the sales and marketing side of what our clients are looking for.
0: I love that. Yeah, it sounds like you're really diving deep into what are the needs of this uh, client and what are the outcomes that they're hoping to achieve and really going beyond, let's just sell them this or that and product or service. Ooh. And very cool mission, by the way. I really love the mission of the organization Thank and you. the core values you're saying. That's yeah. awesome. What advice would you give to other sales and marketing leaders that are maybe working on their customer journeys or working on what does the future look like for this year that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, it's a tough question. It's our industry is ever changing. Technology is continuing to change the construction industry. We understand that. And I think our clients do too. And so for advice on how to move forward or how to build those relationships is really understanding their view. If we're caught up in saying, this is the future, we may not understand that maybe they see the future differently, or maybe they see this project differently. So if we can understand their view, which is the hardest part, because a lot of times they don't want to share their view, but if we can understand where they're coming from, then we start establishing trust or we start establishing Communication and openness and vulnerability. I think a little bit sharing previously was for myself. I decided to build relationships with other marketing experts at other construction organizations that we work with. So me, for example, I will establish an okay relationship with. I say okay. I think it's a good relationship with with Dan Boss Construction. And Dan Boss Construction is a general contractor, so they would be in charge of the project. Mm. All the other specialty contractors would be working for Dan Voss. And Dan Voss is the basically the communication point to our, our customer or clients mm. on larger projects. Dan Voss is a great GC that we work with consistently. And so I've been able to establish relationships with Meg over there. And it allows me to see different parts of their business from a marketing mm. perspective. It allows me to understand what their client journey looks like or what their client's client journey looks like. Just gives you a better picture of the industry as a whole. And so starting to somewhere to establish a relationship with one person that might lead to you knowing and getting introduced to another person, and just continuing to foster that servant attitude for our clients and for our customers to really understand who they are and, and, and how we can best help them.
0: I love that. That's amazing. Hey, Garrett, it was really great to have you on. I appreciate your time today and sharing everything that you're working on and your wisdom and knowledge in this area. So this was great.
1: Awesome. Hey, Brad, thank you for reaching out to anyone who's listening. Brad and I just connected over this podcast. So if there's anyone else out there who's maybe a little hesitant to get into the podcast game, Brad reaches out. It's been been awesome. Brad, thank you so much for having me on today and let me talk a little bit about myself. And yeah, appreciate it. It's been a pleasure.